0: We'd like to welcome you to our study that we're doing on the Apocrypha, the Catholic Church, uh, Tom Horn, Raiders News Network, Warning, and uh, this is part three. We, we're going to continue where we left off here. This is another article from uh, Raiders News Network entitled, Apollyon Rising 2012 on the Masonic Super Force Inside the Vatican. All stuff from their site, not me, their site. According to Catholic priests, such as Father John F. O'Connor and Father Alfred Kuntz and Father Malachi Martin and others, among the secret society are sinister false Catholic infiltrators who understand that as Roman Catholic Church represents one-sixth of the world's population and over half of all Christians it is indispensable for controlling future global elements in matters of church and state. Now we've already read that, but this is just they're just restating this over and over again in their various articles, letting us know that the Roman Catholic Church represents over half of all Christians. No they don't. farthest thing from the truth. They're not saved. You cannot be saved in a cult. You cannot be saved through works. You cannot be saved in a pseudo pagan cult. I'm not saying it's impossible for somebody to be in the Catholic Church and maybe, be, but if they did, it was by the grace of God. They sure aren't going to get that from the Catholic Church. And notice how he starts this out. Catholic priests, such as Father John F. O'Connor, Father Alf. The Bible says, call no man Father, but your Father in Heaven. No, that doesn't mean anything to him. Of course it doesn't. And just the, the, the elevation of this. It's, it's almost as though they're better than any mere Christians. No, no, no. This is the true church. You know? They're sinister, false, Catholic infiltrators. That's the whole problem. That's always been the problem. Other than that, the Catholic Church is as pure as the driven snow. Rebecca of Sunnybrook Farm. Come on! Going further, Father O'Connor gave a homily titled, quote, The Reign of the Antichrist, in which he described how changes within society and in the institution were already at work before his death to provide for the coming of the Antichrist. Again, it's the whole thing of, we're, we, we do represent the real church, and, and Father O'Connor gave this homily. And it's so sad because of these changes in society and institution were... We're already at work to basically corrupt and defile the one true church, the Catholic church. That is the message I'm getting over and over and over again from Tom Horn, loud and clear. In this sermon, this Father O'Connor... And elsewhere, O'Connor outlined the catalyst for this scheme, unfolding as a result of Masonic conspirators. See, it's just those pesky Masons infiltrating the Catholic Church, causing all this. Now I finally know. I can hang up my spurs and you know head toward the bunkhouse because now I've finally been enlightened on what the real truth is. This is what he's. This is what he's saying. So O'Connor outlined the catalyst for the scheme unfolding as a result of Masonic conspirators within the organization, whose plan, called Alta Vendetta, would essentially take control of the papacy and help the false prophet deceive the world's faithful, including Catholics. Gotta make that point over and over and over again. In fact, they're better than us, as born-again Bible-believing Christians. They're really with the one true uh, mother of Church, they're better than us. We better get on the bandwagon. We better get on the stick, all of us Christians. We better start converting in mass. What's the message being sent here? (sighs) Pretty loud and clear. O'Connor was not alone as the whistleblower to the vast Masonic conspiracy within the Vatican's ranks, covertly working toward an anti-Christian anti-Christian New World Order. Oh, see, that's all it is. It's just these Masons. They're the ones that are covertly working for this anti-Christian New World Order. Whereas the good Catholics and the good priests, they're they're not working for that anti-Christian New World Order. No, no, no. Never. Perish the thought. Retired professor of the Pontifical Biblical Institute, eminent Catholic theologian, And former Jesuit priest, that's that's all I need to know. He's a Jesuit priest, and he's an eminent, notice how they're elevating again, Malachi Martin was a close personal friend of Pope Paul VI, and worked within the Holy See. I cannot stand that term. There is nothing holy about this abomination of a religion known as the Catholic Church. It is as unholy and as evil as anything the world's ever spawned. Why do I say that? Because it, it likes to go on the coattails of Jesus Christ in order to call itself Christian and claim the vicar of Christ status on planet Earth. At least Buddhists don't do that, or Hindus don't do that, or Zoroastrians don't do that. No, no, they have the audacity To say that they're the representative of Jesus Christ on planet Earth, while all the while all they're doing is taking people to hell and then the lake of fire. That mega offends me. I take great offense to that, and you should too. This is evil and it needs to be exposed. Have you seen, have I read one thing where he denigrates the Catholic Church in any way, shape, or form, or tries to at least say, well, they're a cult, but we're going to look at this information all the same. No, no, none of that. No, it's pointing toward it. This is insanity. No, it's not insanity. It's well thought out. It's well laid out. And it's pre-planned. All by design. None of this is a mistake. Strong delusion. God said he's going to send it, that they will believe a lie, that they might all be damned, who received not the love of the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. You better be careful of wolves in sheep's clothing. So anyway, Malachi Martin was a close personal friend of Pope Paul VI and worked within the unholy sea, what I would call it—doing doing research on the Dead Sea Scrolls oh, again, uh, publishing articles in journals on semantic paleontology and teaching Aramaic, Hebrew, and sacred scripture. In 1965, Paul VI granted Martin a dispensation from his Jesuit and priestly duties. The extreme oath of the Jesuits. Harken back to that teaching. If you haven't heard it, go back a few weeks and listen to that. Listen to that extreme oath of the Jesuits. It is one of the most evil oaths I've ever heard. If not the most evil, they might as well just pledge themselves to Satan. Which is essentially what they're doing anyway. They can lie, cheat, steal, kill. It don't matter. All in the name of the mother whore church, the Roman Catholic Church. Anything goes. And this Jesuit, I'm supposed to believe this guy knowing he took that same oath? Anything but the truth, anything, that's the furthest thing from the truth. We should not be following Jesuits. At that point, Malachi Martin moved to New York, where he dedicated himself to writing about and sometimes speaking out on a variety of issues, stemming from the Second Vatican Council to a detailed insider report on papal history, Catholic dogma, and geopolitics. As a member of the Vatican Advisory Council and personal secretary to the renowned Jesuit, Cardinal Augustine B., talk about shameless promotion! Eminent Jesuit theological whatever. This is the renowned Jesuit Cardinal Augustine B. Martin had privileged information pertaining to secretive church and world issues, including the third secret of the Fatima, which Martin hinted spelled out parts of the form, of, of the plan to formally install the dreaded false prophet during a quote final conclave. See, it's it's this whole thing about it's the good. Good Catholics and these, and at war with the bad, evil, Masonic, Illuminati infiltrators. It's like good cop, bad cop. It's like two sides of the same wicked coin. It's all corrupted. But they love to create this, this controversy where it kind of sucks you in. And then all of a sudden you start siding with the good Catholics. Which is exactly why they're doing this. It's the whole thing, it reminds me of the whole alien thing where people get abducted and some people have, at least what they remember, what they weren't brainwashed. Oh, I had this wonderful experience into this utopian land. And oh, it was all about peace and love. And they were so gentle to me and they told me these wonderful things. And then some people have these experiences where, you know, they remember what actually happened when they were probed and mangled and, and operated on with no anesthesia and all the most horrific, worst things they've ever even conceived happened to them. Like the, like the abduction scene in Fire in the Sky? Ugh. Yeah. And then they come back and say, well, the reason for that is that there's a bad sect of aliens that are out to hurt humanity and mankind. Whereas us, sect of aliens, particularly the Nordics, are here to help humanity make its transition into godhood, into the Aquarian Age. We're here to battle the bad. It's the same deal! It's the same exact thing they're doing here. Thank you, Tom Horn. Thank you for showing your true colors, because you have shown them in spades today. So, on this, I'm going back to the article here. On this, Martin's claim that an Illuminati Masonic group made of Western plutocrats called the Assembly or the super force had infiltrated the highest levels of the Vatican administration and were working to bring about a new world order. See, with this, what Tom Horn can do is say, Listen, guys, the Catholic Church is really good, they're our mother church. The problem is they've been infiltrated. And yes, they've got a bad rap, and all the the evil things you might have heard about them comes directly from this Masonic infiltration. Other than that, they've been good, even though the Illuminati wasn't even formed until 1776, May 6th, by Adam Weishaupt. What about all the atrocities they committed prior to 1776, before the Illuminati was formed? What about that? Oh, well... <sighs> Oh, Brother Scott, just, you know, that's so trivial, it matters. Yeah, there's 50 million people killed during the Inquisitions and, you know, all of the other garbage they've perpetuated and all the atrocities they perpetuated from their very inception. Yeah, we'll just wink at that. We'll just ignore all that. They're saying... He goes on to say, highest levels of Vatican administration were working to bring about a new world order because of this super force that had infiltrated the Vatican Church. Many have led, may have this may have led to the involvement by operatives of the same group concerning his untimely, and some say suspicious, death in 1999. So see, they got to Malachi Martin. Shucks. Golly gee, he was one of the good ones. He was one of the good Jesuits. He would never deceive us. Even though he took that extreme oath of the Jesuit thing, no, 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 none of that matters. He was a good guy. He was just trying to point out what all this terrible stuff that was happening and approaching, so he could get all the the, the Christians, the true Christians, saying, "Oh wow, the, they are good. We've just misjudged them. We we need to go to our mother whore. I mean, I mean, the mother Catholic Church and assimilate ourselves into them, like the Borg." Because they are the, the real truth, you know obviously, yeah. See he died under a suspicious death. So see to them they again, horns pointing to that as oh see they took him out because he was he was walking in truth. He had the real truth. <sighs> he's a martyr, basically. you know, martyr for the truth, for the true, true, true church of the Roman Catholic Church, right? That's, I'm, I'm interpreting this for you. Rather sarcastically, but yes, I am interpreting this for you. I'm, I'm not, not to say we need to do that, most of you probably figured this out, but I'm reading between the lines here. So, going back to the article, ten years earlier, some earlier, before, quote, something pushed him, and Malachi Martin fell and later died, he had increasingly been candid about what he said was the pedophilic Satanism among certain cardinals and other clergy in league with the secret Masonic Diabolicus. Oh, I love that that word. See, it, it wasn't that they were prone to pedophilia, the Catholic Church. It was this Masonic infiltration that caused the pedophilia, that's all it was. It wasn't anything beyond that. It has nothing to do with the, the celibacy of, of the priest, which the Bible forbids, you know, having celibate priesthoods and things like that. No, it had nothing to do with that. It had nothing to do with all the demons and, and devils that operated in the Catholic Church from its very inception. No, no, no. It was the Masonic infiltration that caused this wickedness. This Masonic Diabolicus began following the enthronement of the fallen angel Uh, Archangel Lucifer he was an archangel, he was a cherub difference, big difference and in the Roman Catholic Citadel on June 29th, 1963 maybe Lucifer was not thrown then, he might have been who knows, it would have been appropriate I mean, it'd be good, finally let's make it official, you know I mean, come on, we've been playing church for all these years let's really enthrone Lucifer why not make it official it's been official since it started anyway But see, Malachi Martin was was the voice of truth in this, and he wanted to warn us, you know. Long before the popular author Dan Brown, now we're back to Tom Horn's article here, long before the popular author Dan Brown, the Da Vinci Code, Angels and Demons, and the Lost Symbol writer, characterized an Illuminati scheme to destroy the Vatican, oh, wow, so Dan Brown was also integral in convincing us uh, through the Da Vinci Code, through angels and demons, through the lost symbol, which were unbelievably promoted by Hellywood. He was telling us, oh, the same exact thing Malachi Martin and now Tom Horn's pointing out to us, that it's just an Illuminati scheme to destroy the Vatican. Wow. What wonderful bedfellows, Tom Horn, that you have. Jesuit priests, Dan Brown, Hellywood... Man, I'm impressed. I really am. I'm so proud of you, buddy. I really am. No, I'm anything but. I'm here to expose you. I don't know if I have been more mad about a teaching because I cannot stand it when somebody calls themselves whatever Mr. Christian and then he's going about to destroy Christians. And destroy Christianity and to corrupt people. And to convince us of this garbage. Malachi Martin has pointed to the familiar pyramid symbolism from the Great Seal of the United States associated with the New World Order and had accurately directed investigators toward The conspirators. Oh, see, it's those those terrible New World Order boys. Vatican has nothing to do with that. Well, now it does because it's been infiltrated. But, But prior to that, no, it's always been puritanical. I mean, come on. And yes, there's truth in the Great Seals. Just look at the back of the $1 bill. Illuminati conspiracy, it's right on the back of every $1 bill. So see, they'll suck you in with obvious truth that they can expose, but at the same time, They're agents for Satan as well. Oh, we're going to help you out. It's like Satan saying, Oh, come on over here. Yeah, I'll take you under my wing. And with my forked tongue, I will tell you, you know, yeah, look at this terrible conspiracy. But at the same time, it's Satan is the one that's sucking you in. So, he had accurately directed investigators toward the conspirators. Conspirators. As well as to the prophetic references of the Novus Order Sequorum, meaning announcing the birth of the New World Order, actually it says a Nucoeptus Novus Order Sequorum on the back of the one dollar bill, which means announcing the birth of the New World Order. That's what it means. It's right on the back of your one dollar bill. All knowing, I have Lucifer or Horus on the pyramidal cap on the unfinished pyramidal capstone. Doesn't get any more bad than that. You look at the Roman numerals at the base of the pyramid. What do they add up to? 1776. Why? Because that's the year the Illuminati was formed. By Adam Weishaupt, May 1st, which is a high satanic holiday, May 1st, which is also known as Beltane, high satanic sacrifice, that's when the Illuminati was formed. Not to say there was never evil, there was no evil before that, or prior to that, or there wasn't something... I'm just saying they officially formed at that point. So here Malachi Martin's pointing that out. So you think, wow, he's a good guy. Listen, I even fall into this trap a little bit in times past with him. I hadn't researched this fully enough. So, as well as the prophetic references to, of the Novus Ordo Secorum and arriving, arriving when the capstone would be figuratively filled and fitted atop the unfinished pyramid, whether Martin perceived the year that the conspirators' plan would reach its zenith is uncertain. But the occult elite have always had their date which as readers of Napoleon Rising 2012 will discover, that's another one of his books, his many, it is cleverly encoded alongside the other details of the complete cipher of the Great Seal of the United States and on the U.S. Capitol Dome and the true lost symbol which exists on the grandest scale at the heart of the most powerful nation on earth, the United States. So what... Tom Horn is doing is saying, listen, I've already reported on this stuff to a certain extent. Now here we have our wonderful Jesuit priest, Malachi Martin, who's going to take us the rest of the way. And then all of the other Catholic seers throughout the nations. And we're going to show you that, you know, yeah, this is where the, the truth really is. And we're going to guide you to that truth. What are they doing? They're yoking up with unbelievers. Be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what communion hath Christ with Belial, the devil? This is what you do when you yoke up with the Catholic Church. Or a believer with an infidel. Catholics are infidels. They do not believe in the salvation tenets clearly laid out in the New Testament. Theirs is a salvation of works. Purely a salvation of works. It's another gospel. And then that's where the Bible says, let him be accursed. Well, the, we or an angel from heaven. Preach another gospel. Let him be accursed. Or anathema. As, as the Catholic Church said, anybody that doesn't believe in all the books, including the Apocrypha, let him be anathema. No, Mr. Catholic Church, you be anathema. You're the one that's accursed. You're the one that's taking your followers to hell. All you are is a tool of Satan. That's all you are. Just one more Satan's henchman on this planet. I Don't think I'm biased. I mean, I don't want you to get that impression. Sorry, just kidding. Anyway, let's go further. Regarding this article we've just read from, what I did is I scanned down. I I said, I wonder if anybody's commented on this article that I just quoted from. I wonder if any of Tom Horn's listeners Imagine this, my surprise, when I saw a multitude of Catholics, you can go see it for yourself, commenting and defending their religion against us Christians, us whatever they would call us. I'm sure they look down their nose at us because we're not part of the true mother church, they are. I mean, they're a cut above us. Who are we? We're little peons, you know? Huh, isn't that funny how you would have all these people that aren't offended by anything Tom Horn said that are Catholics, and yet the Christians there are the ones that are actually offended. But the Catholics aren't even offended. They're actually in agreement with what Tom Horn's saying. Well, yeah, he's acting more, way more like a Catholic than he is any type of real Bible-believing Christian. So it makes sense. So there's all these wars, little comment wars going on between... The Catholics, which is really, I mean, honestly, it's one of the most pointless discussions you'll ever get in just about. I'm not saying don't witness the Catholics, but um, you're dealing with very, very strong demons when you deal with that, as far as the mind control and the bondage that they're in. Very strong. Most of them do not care about the truth in any way, shape, or form. They really don't. From what I've seen, I'm not saying all, I'm saying a lot. The majority. They have to, to ignore all the atrocities that the newspaper and the media can't even hide. Just another day at the park for them. Well, here's some of the comments. One guy, uh, calls himself anonymous, said, Mr. Horn." A disturbing article, meaning his article that I just quoted from. Now, it wasn't the whole article, it was excerpts from it, okay? He said, Mr. Horn, Mr. Tom Horn, a disturbing article. The most disturbing part being how Catholics are described as representing, quote, over half of all Christians and the, quote, faithful, meaning they're true faithful. Yeah, that's how he describes them. I just read it. And that the next pope will herald the beginning of the great, quote, great apostasy? The Catholic Church has always been an apostasy. Since its, since its inception. They preach a false gospel of grace plus works. This is what the Apostle Paul warned about in Galatians 1, 6 through 6-9. And then he goes on to state the Catechism of the Catholic Church states, quote, Catechism uh, one one two nine. Quote: Sacraments are necessary for salvation. Actually, it's not grace plus works; it's works. Period. Catechism of the Catholic Church, right from their own dogma. Catechism one thousand one hundred twenty nine. The sacraments are necessary for salvation. You lying devils. Well, what about what about? Um, The uh, catechism number 2010 says, quote, We can merit for ourselves the graces needed for the attainment of eternal life. End of quote. We can merit ourselves? Wow, that flies in the face of Ephesians 2.8.9. For you are saved by grace through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. This is why I think they're so full of pride. Because they think they're earning their way to heaven. And pride blinds you. You get into an argument with somebody that's full of pride, you can't get through to that. Only God can. Why? Because the pride has blinded them to the truth. They cannot see anymore. At least a murderer typically knows he's a murderer. Or a thief knows he's a thief. Somebody proud, they don't see it. It blinds you. That's why it's one of the most detested things in the Bible. By God. What's the opposite of pride? Humility. Humility. And if you don't have it, you better pray for it. To this man will I look that is of a humble and a contrite spirit and trembleth at my word, according to Isaiah. What if you're proud? He, God's not going to look to you then. He's not going to share his glory with anyone. He's not going to, I mean, if you're glorying in your flesh and you're thinking, well, I'm Mr. Big Shot Christian, I got it all figured out, and I'm here keeping the seven sacraments and doing this and going by works, you... You're blind. You are so blind and you don't even see it. We can merit for ourselves the graces needed for the attainment of eternal life. You can only get that through the Lord Jesus Christ and his finished work on the cross and his shed blood. That's it. This is blasphemy. What about catechism... 2068, it says, quote, men can attain salvation through faith, doesn't stop there, baptism and the observance of the commandments. Works-based religion. So, he goes on to say, this commenter, the deception of the Catholic Church is very subtle, but we are not to be ignorant of the enemy's devices. The Catholic Church has always been working towards an anti-Christian New World Order, Catholics need to believe the true gospel of the grace of God. For by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. Ephesians 2.8 9. He was on the same track I was at. Another commenter says, quote, to Mr. Horn. This is the most disturbing thing with Mr. Horn. To dismiss all the great reformers who called the Pope the Antichrist, maybe not the figure we all come to call the Antichrist, but he is certainly an Antichrist, how could anyone say that half of Christians stay in a church filled? I mean, is he? Because that's how Tom Horn referred to them as real Christians. How could anyone say that half of Christians stay in a church filled with all the abominations that are practiced there? If the Pope was truly saved, which of course he's not, he would put out everything that offends God. Does he? Have his predecessors? I am beginning to doubt you, Mr. Horn. Who are you, really? Yeah, who are you, Tom Horn? If this guy's not a Jesuit infiltrator, I don't know who is. You shall know them by their fruit. Who are you, Mr. Horn? Well, oh, He's showing you who he is. I don't care what he says. I don't care what his justifications are. He's made his statements about who he is loud and clear. Over and over and over again. Here's another commenter. This is right from his site. Dear Mister Horn, do you really believe that the Catholic Church was infiltrated as this Mister Martin says, this Malachi Martin? It may be well so that they will be used for the global religion. I do not doubt that. But look at history. Look at the time of the Catholic Inquisitions, for example. What kind of a um, and the Illuminati? Actually, the Illuminati, which actually started on May 1st, 1776, was infiltrating them back then. Meaning wasn't even formed when the Inquisition started. When the the Catholic Church was then, before the, the Illuminati was, were trying to cause the extinction of Bible believing Waldensians, or a lot of other as well. My heart breaks just thinking of those humble followers of Christ. And this was in the 12th century! So to say that the Illuminati has infiltrated the Catholic Church is like saying a demon has left for another demon to take its place. Or maybe they, are two, um, maybe they are two demons, or even a legion of demons. He's just pointing out the obvious here. He's restating what we've already said, but, you know, in just a different way. Here's another comment. Christian for Christ said, You will know them by their fruits. The Inquisition? With a question mark. Largest landowner in the world? Yeah, Vatican. And you still, and, and again, the Son of Man have nowhere to even lay his head, Jesus Christ. And they're the largest landowner on the planet, the Vatican greed driven devils and you still haven't responded to Mary being the co-redeemer I guess maybe he asked him a question about Mary being the co-redeemer because that's what the Catholic Church teaches she's co-redeemer didn't you know that? now she's necessary for salvation in the Catholic Church she's the mediatrix between God and man and, and between man and Jesus Christ really that's what they're teaching. That's what the Marian apparitions say when they when they appear. Why isn't Tom Horn warning people, jumping up and down, warning about all I mean, the apparitions alone, all of the false dogma, all the false religion, all the why isn't he freaking out, warning people No, he's pointing people to the Catholic Church. Quite the contrary. Obviously, we know why now. Obviously, we know why. There's no there's no more to me there's there's no more no no more proof that I need to see on this. You couldn't convince me otherwise. No way. Actions speak louder than words. Way louder. And his are speaking so beyond loud and clear, so flagrantly, so unapologetically. Okay, good. I'm glad you got your cards on the table. We know you're a wolf in sheep's clothing, we know you're a hireling. We know you're one of Satan's ministers. You've made that abundantly clear. He goes on to say you still haven't responded to Mary being co-redeemer. He's not going to respond to that. He's going to ignore you. And also Jesus said don't pray vain repetitions. What about the rosary? (laughs) You know what those were? They adopted that from the Hindu religion. Those are called Hindu prayer beads. But the Catholic Church, because it is pagan, uh, amalgamated a lot of other pagan traditions into its own religion. In fact, the vast majority of everything they do is straight from paganism. Praying to the dead. The rosary. I mean, you could go on and on and on about all of the pagan traditions in the Catholic Church that they have, quote, Christianized. Paul said to be careful of the people that come in and tell people not to marry and abstain from meats. Where does he say that? First Timothy 4, 1-3 warns, Now the Spirit speaketh expressly that in the latter times some shall depart from the faith. Latter times. We've already read this once, but I'm going to read the rest of it. Latter times, time we're living in, some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils, speaking lies and hypocrisy, having their conscience seared with a hot iron. Forbidding to marry. Oh, like the Catholic priesthood? Like the nuns and the monks and all of the people. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Forbidding to marry and commanding to abstain from meats which God hath created to be received with thanksgiving of them which believe and know the truth. Are Catholics blind? Or perhaps Catholics just don't read the Bible. First Timothy 4, 1-3 clearly warns about cults that forbid people to eat meat every Friday. That's the case for Catholics. Not to eat meat. Or not getting married. The Catholic celibacy law uh, forbids priests, nuns, monks, etc. from getting married. Now back to this comment. I interjected that little part in there from another article, just to expand that and give you the Bible for that. He goes on to say, commenting to to Mr. Tom Horn, He also told the disciples that they should not lord over people. What does the Pope do? Having kings and queens kiss his toes? One of the golden robes the Pope wears could feed all the hungry flocks of Mexico. The Catholic Church is not a Christian church. It was created by a certain portion of apostate Christians agreeing to join the state of Rome with Constantine. And as to your last question, look at who has been attacking who throughout history. The Catholic Church has constantly burned, murdered, attacked, and tortured real Christians that hold to the Bible. Look at your last Pope, John Paul, praying with fire worshipers, Buddhists, saying that we all pray to the same God. Yeah, amen, he did. The right place is not within the Catholic Church, but it is having a faith and a relationship with Jesus Christ. I am sure of my relationship. I have seen His work in my life, and if you have faith, you will be saved. Also, Catholic or Christian, but it does not change the fact that the hierarchy of the Catholic Church has has always and always will be about power and not about the work of Jesus Christ. Here's an email I got from a listener. It's a partial. It's an excerpt from the email. Uh, he said, "Brother Scott, I listened to much of what I could stand on the Omega Man uh, hour with the two guests, Steve Quayle and Tom Horn, twelve seventeen eleven, and about the twenty-minute mark, Tom Horn says the next pope is going to be called the false prophet. Okay, then in the next few minutes he calls Vatican uh, the Vatican um, Christians, and Steve Quayle stands right inside and changes the subject a little bit and says nothing to the contrary." Now he said a lot more. I'm not even going to say anything more about that. I'm just going to read you the letter. I don't understand why all these people are yoked up together. It's, it's really concerning me a lot. It's really concerning me a lot. Ministries I used to really point to a lot, and they seem to all be all one big happy family. I'm very concerned. So many red flags I'm seeing popping up lately. Not only lately, but it's been. This has been a long time coming. I don't understand it. And I have warned these people, I have emailed them. Tom Horn, I did. I've done it with Steve Quayle. I've warned him about some of the guests he's had in times past. I don't understand this. It's um, very troubling. Let's go further. My response to that last email. Did you see the thing Tom Horn posted the other day on his site as the lead article? Now, this was the lead article on Tom Horn's site. Now, this is after this whole this whole new book he's come out with. I mean, you go there right now, it's like at the very top, or it was it was at the very, very top of this book. Okay? Shameless promotion of the Catholic Church. Shameless as we've seen. This article was the lead article on Raiders News Network, Tom Horn's site, and it says, Catholic agency. Pope sees Mary coming as the woman of the apocalypse. End of quote. So it's from a Catholic source that you that he's linking to that you click on it, it takes you to a Catholic website. Now, I can't tell you how many of the links, um, in fact, if you Scroll down in this PDF that you're listening to, and you'll see the other stuff I did, the other teaching I've done on him, Tom Horn. You'll see the other teaching, and you'll click on a lot of those links that go straight to a Catholic site. Straight to a Catholic site. They're not. He's not trying to hide it anymore. It's taking you right to Catholic websites that promote the Catholic church unashamedly, no warning, no nothing. No warning about the Apocrypha, about the things that we've said. No, 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 no. It's only promotion. And this one says Catholic agency, meaning it's a Catholic source. Pope sees Mary coming as the woman of the Apocalypse. Now, I did a study on this not too long ago to totally debunk and disprove this. Okay? My comment before we get into this. Please notice that Tom Horn posts this unbiblical garbage and does nothing to refute it. Nothing. He, he's promoting this article. There's no warning given. He's promoting it. No, on the contrary, he promotes this idiotic Bible study straight from the Roman Catholic Pope's forked tongue. It's a Bible study from the Pope on the interpretation of this uh, Woman of the Apocalypse of uh, of Revelation chapter 12, which is, again, I just did this Bible study not too long ago. He even, like he has many times before, posts the link for this heresy taking you right to the original story at the Catholic website. In this case, it is www.catholicnewsagency.com. How flagrant can you get? And now we see a picture on Tom Horn's site, lead article, and it has Mary, or the Queen of Heaven, that the Bible says forbids you worshipping, goddess worship, it has Mary with a crown standing on the earth and the red dragons in front of her. So it's the Mary, it's, it's in the mother of Jesus, the Mary of the Catholic Church, the goddess they worship, the Queen of Heaven, supposedly getting ready to do battle with the dragon, That's not what that verse means. Pope Benedict XVI reflected on, now this is Tom Horn, right from his site, right from his description. Pope Benedict XVI reflected on the biblical description of the quote, woman clothed with the sun. In his remarks at the Rome Spanish Steps on the 2011 Feast of the Immaculate Conception. You would think that this is a Catholic website. Honestly, he's promoting it. He's saying this is straight from the Pope's thing. This is a Bible study from the Pope. So, it goes on to say, what is the meaning of this image? It represents the Church and Our Lady at the same time. Our Lady. You mean the Queen of Heaven? The Catholic Church, Mary? Yes. This is right off Tom Horn's website. And the Pope told the crowd assembled before the nearby statue, commemorating the 1854 definition of Mary's Immaculate Conception, quote, Before all, the woman of the apocalypse is Mary herself, end of quote. Straight from Satan's mouth, we we can get a Bible study now from the Pope off Raiders News Network. Thank you. The twelfth chapter of the Biblical Apocalypse, also known as the Book of Revelation, describes the glorification and the persecution of a quote woman clothed with the sun, with the moon under her feet, and on her head a crown of twelve stars. End of quote. Though not named, this woman is described as the mother of the Messiah. In poetic language, akin to the Bible's other prophetic books. St. John says she faced the threat of a huge red dragon with seven heads and ten horns and fled into the desert where she had a place prepared by God. Now, my comment. That picture to the right, and I've already described it to you, again, which Tom posted as his lead article on his website for, I don't know, one, two, three, four, five days, I don't know. That picture is the same exact way the Pope just proclaimed the woman of Revelation 12 to be. So he's reinforcing the Pope's Bible study with a picture on his own website of the way the Pope just described that to be. He's pointing people to the Pope to get biblical truth. Are you kidding me? This is the Catholic Mary, the Queen of Heaven. Notice her crown. And is in large part what I just did a study on to biblically disprove this false interpretation of Scripture. If you click on the link above that, Tom Horn posted it at the Catholic site where the Pope gives this asinine interpretation of Scripture. So it sure seems like Tom is just promoting the Catholic Church over and over again. It's not my imagination. It's not by accident, it's all by design. This is not innocent, this isn't some little oversight, this is predetermined, we've hopefully at this point totally convinced you of that, I mean, you you take the two teachings I've done on this as a whole, it's so flagrant, so obvious, the gloves have really come off for him, evidently. He's right out there, so, okay, you're going to go this route, I'm going to go this route and expose you. I gave you space to repent, essentially. There is no repentance. This has been going on a long time a long time now. I am biblically commanded to reprove, to mark people like you, to reprove apostates and reprobates, pointing people to a false devil cult religion that will ultimately take millions and millions and millions of people to hell. That will most likely be the backbone of the coming one world religion. I'm not just going to sit idly by and let him do that. I would not want to be in his shoes when he stands before God. I'm not saying I'm perfect, but this is totally out of control. So I went up there today, and uh, this is Chuck Missler and Tom Horn's newest money-making venture. Again, you know, we do this gigantic study on Chuck Missler, and, you know, proving his ties into the Catholic Church, into, like, deep black projects and all of the horrific stuff that, that he's been involved with, and now the Swansat program with these satellites and these unbelievable money-making ventures and how he's connected with the Council of National Policy for Churches or whatever. I mean, all the stuff we documented straight from his own mouth, straight from his own stuff that he's admitted to. And now Tom Horn and Chuck Missler. Well, again, they've been teaming up for a long time. Kind of seems like we're getting a lot of confirmation on a lot of the stuff that I've been reporting on. Doesn't it? I wish it wasn't so. But they're the ones doing it, not me. They've given me no choice but to expose them. I don't feel like I have a choice. I've kept my mouth shut about this kind of stuff for a long time. I'm not going to do it anymore. Maybe hoping that, you know, maybe they'll see the light, maybe they'll repent, maybe the will No, 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 no. They're only getting more bolder. Okay? Well, I'm going to get more bolder. I kind of like it in a way because at least we know now the gloves are coming off and we really can see the true colors. There's, there's no more hiding stuff anymore. I like that better. It's easier to expose them. I mean, the 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 reason being is that I mean it would be better that they come right out and make it totally obvious to everybody them to be than for them to be maybe lukewarm in what they're trying to do, even though they're still serving Satan, but more lukewarm about it, therefore they're more subtle. No, I would prefer it this way. Let your yay be yay and your nay be nay. They're, They're letting that be known, man. This is the boom, here's what we're doing. Right here, right down the line. I give you the teaching. Two teachings I've done on Chuck Missler, right here. This is a uh, thing that they're doing here, a conference in Lakeland, Florida. It's called uh, Strategic Perspectives, Southeastern Conference, Intel, Insight and Inspiration. Saturday, March 24th, Southeastern University, Lakeland, Florida. Chuck Missler is the first speaker. Koinia House, Koinia Institute, Chuck Missler is the founder and president of Koinia Institute and Koinia House after a distinguished military career and more than 30 successful years in the corporate high technology and defense contractor sector. Oh no, I'm sure that that would not be any type of, you know, no no bad stuff going on there. All the black projects he's been involved with. Nah. No. I, I documented that in depth in this teaching that I did. Chuck decided to pursue his lifelong love of teaching. And seriously, study of the Bible on a full-time basis. Oh, good, Chuck. I'm glad you're enlightening us now. I, I view him as nothing more than a wolf in sheep's clothing. Nothing more. And Tom Horn as well. Tom Horn. He's the second speaker. I love this picture of him. It, it, it's, I, I love it. He's got his like neck cocked at a 90 degree and his, his one eyebrows raised. It looks very scholarly. I need to get some headshots like that. I really do. Maybe some 8x10 glossies. You know, could send them out. I wouldn't want to scare anybody. Anyway, let's go further. He's the author of Forbidden Gates and Napoleon Rising, 2012. Tom Horn is an internationally recognized lecturer, radio host, and best-selling author. He is a well-known columnist whose articles have been referred to by writers in the L.A. Times syndicate, MSNBC, Christianity Today, one of the most apostate publications on the planet. Newman Magazine, World Daily Net, Newsmax, White House Correspondents, and dozens of news magazines and press agencies. Wow, his list of credentials are high and lofty. He has been interviewed by U.S. congressmen and senators on his findings, as well as featured in major media, including top ten talk shows. How could he gain and garner this kind of favor with the world and not be in that system? Just like Chuck Smith. Or I mean, well, yeah, Chuck Smith too. But um, just like Chuck Missler, I, I, every week I'm seeing more confirmation that it's just one big happy satanic crew leading people into the coming new world order. These these supposed ministers. I'm not, I mean, obviously I'm not indicting every single person out there. I'm just saying the big guys, the big guys, it's almost epidemic proportions. So, going further with this advertisement, uh, special dinner. There's a special dinner with the conference speakers, if you want to pay. Enjoy an excellent dinner with the conference speakers. It's also a great time to meet other like-minded people. The table discussions during dinner are often lively and educational. No telling who you'll be seated with. This limited seating event sells out quickly, so get your tickets soon. Conference tickets and event pricing. General admission, it's only 55 bucks to see them. Jesus Christ did that, don't you know that? When When he fed all the people with the fishes and the loaves? He charged, I mean, he... He charged a $55 cover charge. Come on. Walking in the steps of the master, right? No. Obviously not. He charged for miracles, right? Well, isn't that what a lot of these prosperities preachers they'll send you their prayer cloth and, and, and if you send them a donation and they'll, they'll they'll promise to pray over it and stuff and then you'll get your healing. No, there's no biblical precedence for any of that filthy, lucre garbage. None. It's all lies. Yeah, general admission's only 55 bucks. Come on, fork it over. It's worth it. Now, if you're a house member, it's only 45. But then again, you had to shell out for that. So, they're getting you one way or another. Now, if you want to go to the dinner with the speakers, though, it's an extra 75 bucks. Maybe you'll be like two or three away of Tom Horn. Maybe you can touch the hem of his garment or something like that. Maybe you'll get lucky. Lucky Lucifer. I'm sorry, I just this is just insanity to me. And it's so obvious and so flagrant what's going on. I had to be exposed. That's all I've got for today. The, this segues into the other part of the PDF. Uh, there is some redundancy in the next PDF, but I also give you the parts 1, 2, and 3 of the Tom Horn Raiders News Network, Gary Stearman, David Flint, Sir Isaac Newton, Warning and Concerns. There's three parts there. It's all here. It's all here. See for yourself. Ah. Uh, I wish I didn't have to do this, but I have no choice. And and it's getting more and more flagrant. I don't know how much longer the internet is going to even be up. And I believe this information needs to get out now, and we really need to guard against this onslaught of deception and this unbelievable trend that I'm seeing among one-time ministries that I pointed to now them pointing people to the Catholic Church. It's getting less and less subtle, as you can see. It's getting more and more flagrant almost by the day. And people that are new Christians or whatever, they get into this. They don't know any better. They don't they don't know this. They're, they're going to get sucked right into the Catholic Church. They're going to get right pointed right into that whore. And that's something we as Christians should take great offense to. Because they're ultimately taking people to hell. This is an eternal consequence. This type of stuff. So let's go ahead and end, end it with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we do thank you for this day and this time that you've given us. I pray, Lord God, in the name of Jesus Christ, for your judgment, Lord, for your truth, for your righteousness, regarding these matters that we have covered today. I pray that you would give the blind eyes to see, the deaf ears to hear, and hearts to receive, Lord God, the truth. The obvious, Lord. This is so flagrantly obvious. I don't know if I've done a study so flagrantly obvious. I just pray that you give the Christians out there discernment, I pray you would push back this evil, that you would expose the wolves in sheep's clothing, the hirelings, the ministers of Satan, Lord God. I pray to God in the name of Jesus Christ that they all be exposed, and that without remedy. That they would not be permitted to take more people to hell with them. I understand, Lord, you're sending your strong delusion But I'm I'm just praying, Lord God, for your elect, because you know who they are. You know the beginning from the end. I pray to God that you use the body of Christ mightily toward this end. That your name be glorified through us. That through us you use many, uh, that, that many people would get saved to come know the Lord Jesus Christ. We claim Psalm 64, Lord God, against our enemies, not because we want revenge, not because we have some kind of axe to grind, but for the sake of the people they're going to take to hell if they're allowed to continue in their wickedness for their sakes, Lord, for your glory. Hear my voice, O God, and my prayer. Preserve my life from the fear of the enemy. Hide me from the secret counsel of the wicked, from the insurrection of the workers of iniquity, who wet their tongue like a sword and bend their bows to shoot their arrows, even bitter words that they may shoot in secret at the perfect. Suddenly do they shoot at him and fear not. They encourage themselves in an evil matter. They commune of laying of snares privily. They say, Who shall see them? They search out iniquities. They accomplish a diligent search. Both the inward thought of them and of every one of them in the heart is deep. But God shall shoot at them with an arrow. Suddenly shall they be wounded. So they shall make their own tongues to fall upon themselves. All that see them shall flee away, and all men shall fear and shall declare the work of God, for they shall wisely consider of his doing. The righteous shall be glad in the Lord and trust in him, and all the upright heart shall glory. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ we pray. Amen.